This is 15 Minutes of Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Adele, and today is Saturday, and my wife's in the studio with me. Hello, all. We missed last week. Sorry. <laughs> we did. We did. We missed it. We 100% did. We got behind the eight ball as it pertains to content. Right. I personally was deeply enthralled, entrenched in helping lead, at that point, 13 men, but it ended up being 12. Only yep. 12 men graduated Yep. from my first intensive experience. Yeah, Here in Columbus. All of us as a team, that whole week, we were just prepping. Yeah, and even with that prep, right, not, it was certainly the prep leading into the event, but what you may not understand as you're listening is there's actually a 21-day very intensive lead-up to this event. Right. Right, where there was daily homework assignments and we worked as a team, and I can't fully articulate what that means until you go through it yourself potentially, but it was intense, Right, it, it took so much time and energy and effort for me and, and my assist, his name is Mark, to help grow what this experience ended up being. Yeah, the, the guys had to all bond together in the group and kind of get a little, I guess, lead up into what they were coming in to go through. Yeah, yeah. I, I fully knew that as the men were traveling from literally all over the globe, I mean, the, the furthest participant was from Belgium. Which is so cool. Incredible. But I knew in order to make the largest impact in a three-and-a-half-day window here in Columbus that we would certainly have to create the proper framework for them to step into when they landed. Correct. Which that came from a lot of a lot of work. Oh, for sure. But that sure. level of work was not specific just to me, right? I mean, sitting in the office, it's obviously you and I right now, but mm-hmm. I have Kurt to my right and... The incredible Gianna has graced us with her presence today. Yeah, she's in the studio with us today. In the studios, it's her spring break, so she's here listening in, but really it was a team effort, right? Yes. Even as the event was going on and there were pieces and parts that were pivoting, right? There were things that were changing real time behind the scenes from the participants. 100%. You and Gianna pitched in and were driving all over Columbus and bringing us different things and, you know, yeah. shuttling stuff around. I mean, a whole series of events that no one really would know about. Right. This was a family affair. Gianna did a great job. She helped me out and traveled around with me and was my shotgun partner. And we were singing some major jams all the way, driving around, getting you guys what you needed. And she was a trooper. She did great. Of course. I mean, she's she's an incredible, incredible young lady. Yes, she is. And I think that's the perfect segue into today's episode, right? Discussing your role in the event, mm-hmm. the things that you saw from a woman's perspective. Sure. Right. What I'm what I heard from many of the men that were here is their girlfriends, fiancés, significant others. They don't know what these guys were getting into. Right? <laughs> There's no way to describe this. As far as it was shared with me, basically I put out an ask on the show, right? You might have heard it as you're listening. Said, Hey, I'm doing this thing. The voice has spoken to me. I need to I need to host this. Here's a date and time. Shoot me an email if you're interested. Yes, and this comes on, I mean, we have a podcast studio here. I'm on the other side of this wall in the office, and sometimes it's playing out where I can hear what you're talking about, and sometimes I just hear you through the door. And as I'm hearing this, this was the much like so many things in our life, this is the first time I was hearing about it. So the voice spoke to you. It came into your head. It's something that you felt you needed to do, and you just, I mean, you just said it out loud. There was no talking about what we have going on as a family or do you think we can pull this off or how much work and time and effort this is going to take and money honestly 
and you just said it out loud and put it in the world and came out of the podcast studio and I looked at you and was like, okay, well, thanks for the uh, thanks for the heads up there, honey. He's like, I, I didn't know I was going to do it. It just came to me. But I mean, that's that's the way we live our life, really. <laughs> well, absolutely. And, and there's so much of even that statement, right? Some of what I shared with the men when they were here was this whole different way of setting goals that I can't say it's different in the fact of I didn't create it. It's, it's, it's my interpretation of multiple different goal setting experiences. But so much of what we do is leaving ourselves out to accept mediocrity into our lives. Oh, right? The yeah. minute I put it out on the show and say, we're having an event March 20, 21st through the 24th. You got to get to Columbus on the 20th. Yeah. The minute I speak that, I'm committed. Yeah, it holds you accountable. And I think so many people fail there in that aspect of life because it's in their head, but they just kind of let it rattle around in there. There's no definite goal. There's no definite time. There's no, you know, X on the calendar that this is the day. And then they're not holding those commitments to themselves. And we've talked about this before. When you don't follow through with the commitment to yourself, you can't expect others to do it. You can't expect yourself to, you know, trust yourself because you're always breaking promises or commitments to yourself first. So, you know, when you said that out loud, I, I knew for sure, okay, it's it's going to happen. Here we go. Let's let's start this. Of course. I mean, I look at so much of that as it, how often people in life should all over themselves. Yeah, I should do this. I should do that. I should, you know, go here. But they just don't. Well, absolutely. And that was one of the feedback mm-hmm. points from the men that came here was mm-hmm. That there was no concept to their wives, girlfriends, fiancés of what we were getting into because from potentially even your perspective as you're listening to this, you've gotten to know myself and my wife from this show. You have some idea of maybe who you believe us to be or what you believe us to stand for. Mm -hmm. But there's no way to articulate fully what this experience is. No. Right? It's not a knockoff of a warrior week. It's not a knockoff of date with destiny. It's not like... It's its own entity. It's something that has been birthed out of all the experiences that I and you and anybody in my life really have brought into my vortex of understanding. Right. And then even more poignant than that, it's custom designed based off of the participants taking the life optimization test. Yes, which has been huge. Absolutely. Because, you know, if, if, if there's certain things that are going on in your psyche and it happens to match up with other people's, that are coming to the experience, there's mm-hmm. going to be certain evolutions that I have to plan in order to make the largest impact in your life. Right. And that's part of the 21-day lead-up, right? We get to know these men a little bit better based on their life optimization tests, and they're put through a series of you know different homework assignments and, and kind of breaking down some things about who they are so that on the backside as a team, we tailor what the experience is going to be based on the evolutions that they're going to need. With, I mean, that's just the most eloquent way to say that possible, where these 12 men that came through just last week, Mm -hmm. not only were the gifts and things that they earned unique to them, I mean, we don't have a one-size-fits-all shirt. Like, everything that someone received or earned is their own. There was a finite number printed, and there was dates and times and things on them, coupled with the fact that the evolutions were specific to what they needed. Mm -hmm. So there will never be another life optimization experience number one no like number two is going to be completely different it has to be because it's another completely different set of humans and from that standpoint i feel like i would love to have you share 
what you thought of being involved right behind the scenes, mm-hmm. what you saw, and then right on, listen to the voice, God, the source, higher power, Allah, Yahweh, <laughs> I don't care who it is that you adhere as the deity of your life, like that doesn't matter to me. But listen to that on Friday afternoon, like, and I'm driving around, and I, I tell, I call you, mm-hmm. Or see you, or I don't even know. I how. saw you at um, one of one of the pit stops. I don't know how much we're revealing about the weekend, but none. Yeah, <clears throat> one of the pit stops, and um, it was the first time that I had really seen you because we started. The guys came in Wednesday. You had stuff all all day on Thursday. I was behind the scenes. I didn't really see you, and then Friday, most of Friday, behind the scenes, didn't really see you until Friday afternoon, and then you just kind of hit me with, "Hey, I'd like you to come and speak with the guys tomorrow." Yes. <laughs> and what's the most beautiful thing about you coming in and sharing for you know 30 to 45 minutes it wasn't yeah. a, it's not a large chunk of time but things that I had shared with the participants over the previous two and a half days like the reasons ways mindsets that I had that had led me to the point of being able to host this event mm-hmm. all the bonehead things I'd done all the things I'm not proud of Without being prompted, right? You didn't have a script. I didn't tell you what to talk about. Not a thing. You just sat across from me like we're in front of this room. And Again, that's my life. <laughs> yeah, and you're just sharing, but you're literally sharing almost in sequential order all the same things that I had shared, but from your perspective. Right. Which was impactful because not only does it reaffirm the fact that these aren't really stories, these are my truths, mm-hmm. but it's also your truth. Right. And you're, through your own scope, <clears throat> right? Through your own Through your own eyes. Sure. So what I'd, again, love for you to do if you could, right, there's a chance that some women are listening that have a boyfriend, a husband, a fiance. They have someone in their life that maybe they think could benefit from this or that mm-hmm. they're curious about, like, what went on or right, just your perspective. You have a whole different view of what you know to have went on yeah. from what you did and didn't participate in, right? You don't know anything that we did other than this little window of time, right, that you were present. You know what we did from having to participate behind the scenes and, and bring supplies and things like that, but love you just to just to share. Yeah. So I think that first of all, it's it's a little harder for women to wrap their heads around it because I have noticed in talking with women and talking with clients and personal clients of mine, women have a very hard time putting themselves first on the hierarchy. They have a much harder time than men coming into a situation saying, I want to better myself. I want to get more tools to handle things in life differently or improved. I want to make more time and space for myself. I would like a morning routine. I would like to you know, break down some of my own stories. All of these things that we work on in Life Optimization Group, women have a hard time making that commitment to themselves, which is mind-blowing to me because I don't think that any man is more, I guess, deserving is the wrong word, but I don't think one man is more deserving than another man of something. And I don't think one man is more deserving than a woman of something. Whether it's, I want to pick up tennis as a hobby, or I want to better my marriage, or I want to better my job, whatever it might be. I think that as human beings, you're all deserving of improving whatever aspects you want. And it's okay to say, I want to put myself first. When I talk to these women, the first thing is, I can't do something like that because my family will fall apart. 
I, I, who's going to take all the kids to their stuff and pack their lunches and who's going to clean and do the laundry and who's going to do all these things that I do my job. And these are women that have full-time jobs, but they also have second and third full-time jobs as far as full-time housework and full-time kid duty. And so they don't feel that they can put the time and money and effort into improving themselves because all the rest of their stuff is going to fall apart. And if you're listening and you feel that way, that there's something that you want to improve in your life or that you want to put yourself first for and everything else is going to fall apart if you do that, there's a major imbalance in your life. Whether it's your significant other, your husband, your partner, your baby daddy, I don't care. Or if you're a single mom, there's a major imbalance if you don't feel like you can put yourself first to get what you want out of life because you only get one. So that's the first thing I run into is that women don't understand because they would not put themselves in the position to do that, which is crazy to me. So when they have a husband or a significant other that comes and says, hey, I'm going to go to this life optimization experience. I want to be a better person. I want to figure some things out for myself. Their response is typically, well, why would you want to do that? Right? What's And I, I certainly had that reaction with you when you started down this path of stuff a few years ago <clears throat> you know why would you want to do that there's nothing wrong with us right I, I immediately thought because I had seen the interviews coming in for some of the experiences that you went through and these guys were jacked like lying cheating stealing craziness all kinds of broken childhood things and broken family thing like horrible horrible things that I just was like oh my gosh like yes for these men like go and get what you need this is going to be amazing for you and then I look at you and go we don't have any of those things honey like we we did all the jacked up stuff at the beginning of our relationship <laughs> what you're looking at me like well it's such an interesting perspective because like the fragility of what was going on inside my head Mm-hmm. It's great that I have this shell of muscle or that I seem to have all my stuff together. And yep. I'm not even stoic, right? I could always have some sort of uh, process of emotion. Mm-hmm. But, right, like you're saying, your perception of what we were as a couple was we're not broken. We're not on the verge of divorce. We're not, yeah. at that point, we weren't even married and, yet. Yeah, like, no. But, you know, we don't have all these things yet. And so that's that's one of the items that I'd like to bring into your awareness as you're listening. This is not a pitch to get you to come to the next one. I truly don't care. I'd be honored if you do, but this is just an awareness uh, exercise for you. What I found, whether it pertains to coaching one-on-one with either one of us, coming to an event, coming to a large or small event, anything that we host, you probably fit into one of two buckets. The first bucket is, if you're a man, your life's pretty much burning to the ground. You're yeah. on the verge of divorce. Right. Your body itself is failing you. You don't have energy. You don't have tools. You've had some successes and probably some failures in business. You feel lost. You feel alone. Mm-hmm. You feel all these things. Right? That's bucket number one. I love you for being in that bucket. There were plenty of times in my life where I felt like I was in that bucket. Sure, sure, sure. But then the second bucket is my life's working pretty well. I have what I think is 90% of the game of life figured out. But I just feel called like there's something else to this. Like yeah, if I only had a few more pieces. Yeah, a couple more hacks, or I feel like I'm stuck somewhere. I know there's a better way to do this, but man, I just don't know what it is. But like, what's funny is I thought I was in that bucket for a long time, and then when you start diving a little deeper into stuff, you're like, 
Now I got a lot of shit that I probably work on a lot better than I am currently doing. Yeah. And so from the if you're listening and considering ever taking a step, again, I truly don't care if it's with my wife or I or either one of us independent or any event that exists in the world to help you become a better person. Yes. There's some of my clients that have shared with me recently that they feel like there's a weakness because they need a coach. Oh, 100%. I hear that all the time too. And I look at it as literally the exact opposite. Like, But I've looked at it this way for a really long time. It's not because of what I do for a living. Yeah, that you're strong enough to ask for better tools to better deal, to be a more weaponized and capable version of yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let's look at – maybe you didn't go to college. I'm good with that. I, certainly you probably – one to at least high school, if you're listening to this. And let's say you know there's a test coming up, you know, two weeks out, and you're not understanding the material. Now, you had the same opportunity as everybody else in the classroom. You attended, you were present, you were focused, you did the homework, but something's just not clicking. Do you feel like you are less than because you stay after class and you ask the teacher or professor, hey, can I get a little extra help here? Right. Like, can I, I'm reaching out because this isn't clicking the way it needs to. Please do me a solid and give me some some more advice. Yeah. Well, of course not. Like that's what you would have done because you want the A. Yeah, or you at least wanted to pass. Like maybe you were not <laughs> even an A student. I get that. Like you didn't want to fail. You didn't want to repeat whatever grade it was. Well, there's really no difference here, right? I don't claim to have all this stuff figured out. Nor nor do you. No, not even close. I know what I've been through. I know the studying that I've done. I know all the things that I've shared very openly that are pieces and parts to create the reality that I get to live in. Mm-hmm. All I want to do is bestow those gifts upon you, right? They're not mine. I'm not holding on to them. It's like, hey, I've spent all this money and done all these things, went to all these places, and then I went super deep down this hole and tried to figure out all these other things because some of it didn't make sense after I went through it. Let me just give it all to you and let you run with it. It doesn't mean you're broken. It doesn't mean you're behind. It doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. It doesn't mean your life's not working. To me, it means that you want to get from point A to point C quicker. Mm-hmm. Like you might not have to go through B. Like maybe I just like throw you over top of B and you land on C. Yeah, we'll just hurdle over it, give you a few more little tools in the in the box. Yeah. And so if we bring it back to the event itself, mm-hmm. right? And whether this is to a woman, right? Cause we had plenty of women. That's what, that's what's unique about this. Kurt and I were discussing yesterday Really, today, we would be starting the women's event Mm -hmm. if things had went the right way. Correct. Now, we had women commit. There were, I think, a total of nine or ten. And I spoke to, I don't even know how many at this point. Certainly. And we had quite a few pay. Mm -hmm. And then in the lead up, before we even got to the pre-training, most people called and decided that they weren't up for the challenge. Correct. Now, this is not to create shame or guilt or judgment. If you're one of those individuals and you're listening to this show, I, I have endless love for you. I oh, get it. yes, of course, as well. Me as well. You had you had your own things going on. But I would ask you in this moment, right? We had these conversations in January. Mm-hmm. This will air basically the end of March. Mm-hmm. How different is your life right now than it was in January when you had your conversations with us? If it's not dramatically different, I'd have you consider the opportunity 
then maybe, just maybe, your life is destined to work better than it's currently working and that soul's desire that had you reach out to us was probably your intuition tapping you saying like, go give this a shot. Yeah, that you, or you're worth it. And honestly, that's, that's why I said what I said earlier. Like so many women don't believe that they're worth the time and the money. And that's really what it came down to over and over again, that, you know, things are going okay. And I certainly have all this stuff that I would like to improve and things that I would like to be better. And some places in my life, I feel really great. And some places I feel like are really falling apart. But I just feel if I step away to do this, that it's a financial commitment that I, I can't make for myself because they don't feel worth it, right? They would rather have their husband go do something like this. Or, um, you know, I, I can't take the time away from my kids. It, on a, it, it comes down to stories, the stories that you're telling yourself that your subconscious is clawing at you not to change something. And just, I mean, it, it was crazy. And I really fell for these women because I had been in that position where I felt like I wasn't worth time, money, or effort for a long time to improve things in my life that I needed to improve. And then when I finally said, screw it, I absolutely have to come first because by the time I'm done filling everybody else's cup, I have nothing left for myself and I'm starting to hate all these people that I'm filling their cups for. There's major resentment there and I'm not living a fulfilled life that way. And then I said, screw it all. I got a divorce. <laughs> I moved out. <laughs> like I just, I did all the stuff that was for me and the betterment of my small child to make sure that she had a whole healthy, happy mom. Yeah. And you're going to, you're going to love this. You're going to love this. It's, it's coming to me right now. So I'm going to share it. Uh-oh. So many of you women, I'm going to speak just to you right now. The nine of you, at least, that had connected with us in some capacity. There, was, there were hurdles in your life, whether it was time commitment or financial commitments, that made this uncomfortable for you. Mm-hmm. However, I can't help but feel called to elicit change in your life. It's what I do. Like, I love this. More than anything else I've ever done. What I'd like to extend is the opportunity to you for something that's different. And when I say it's something that's different, I know how to now run a 30-day sequence event. Where yeah, you we've end got up, this down. Where you end up coming here to Columbus for, it was originally three and a half days, so we'll just call it four. Mm-hmm. That same impact can be made in a slightly different manner in a more condensed time that would have a different cost structure associated with it. Yep. Oddly enough, I don't look at this as a quote-unquote way to make money. No, not at all. I do look at this, and I will fully say there is an expense associated with it based off the fact of we don't value free things, and money ends up being an exchange for energy, and the amount of energy and effort you will get from me and my wife and the team here over the course of 30-plus days will be second to none. You will never experience anything like this before. But instead of having the three and a half days, I'm very con- convinced, like 100% convinced, that I can pull it off in two days. And so my wife is staring across from me like, how are, you, how are you going to do this? Well, I just think about all the all the stuff that we, I mean, the crazy amount of work and energy that we put into doing three and a half days, and we still felt like we could have, even though we gave so much there's all because we're built that way we always think we could do more always but this would be an easy thing for you where you'd be responsible for getting to town on a friday Mm -hmm. 
Check into the hotels at 3 o'clock on Friday. Check in for the event would be no later than 6 p.m. on Friday. From that point, there'd be some work that the group would do Friday night. We do a bunch of work starting very early Saturday. We do a bunch of work throughout the day Sunday. And you could leave Sunday afternoon or Sunday evening. If this is something that you have any interest in at all, this is for women only. Men, you are not included in this. Do not email. Do not come up with a fake alias as a woman's name. This is not for you. This is for the women that feel compelled to finally start leading the life that they want from the front. Yeah, because you're totally worth it. It's it's crazy to me. My life improved 1,000% when I decided to put me first. There is a structure and a system and a process that will require 25 days of lead up. Three days of being here. Right? Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then three days of integration once you get home. This will be unlike anything you've experienced before. This is not a copy of something else. This is taking the pieces and parts from the men's event that I know were impactful. Mm -hmm. This is diluting down some pieces and parts to there's some things that men have to go through, ladies, that you don't have to go through. You typically are more in touch with your emotions. You're typically a little, little more willing to share. We don't have to do quite so much to get you to that point. But just from that level, if you are interested in this, as a woman, if you fly to Columbus, we will make sure you are picked up from the airport. When you get to Columbus, your hotel will be taken care of. It's in the cost of admission. You don't have to pay for the hotel. Your food while you are here will be taken care of. Your return transportation back to the airport will be taken care of. All the pieces and parts, accoutrements, things that you will get over the time that you are here are also taken care of in the price of admission. This price of admission will be equal to or less than the average mortgage in the United States. If you are interested in this, simply email myself, ryan at lifeoptimizationgroup.com and say, I'm in. No, nothing. You don't, don't have to put anything in the, in the body of the email. Just simply, I'm in. And perhaps for the first time, that's you granting yourself permission to actually jump into something with the verbalization through an email of stating your intent that you are in on something that you know will change your life. Because I now have 12 men that have video testimonies and have documented profusely the changes that they've made. And they've been back home now for three days and I'm still getting messages on how different their lives are. Mm -hmm. I can do the same thing for you difference is I get to have my wife there the whole time. That's right. Which means I don't have to spend four nights away from her, (laughs) which is super impactful for me because that was the worst part of this experience for me. Yeah, ditto. And Gianna was with her dad that weekend, so I was by by myself, which so I was very lonely. Roman and I were snuggling a lot. I mean, I did get to see you Saturday because I came in and talked to the guys and then hung out with you for about an hour. But Mm -hmm. other than that, that's it. But let's let's now pivot and share more about what you noticed, what you felt, what you shared when you came in. You you spent that 35 or 45 minutes, right? We're not going to get into specific things of anything that any men shared, right? No. That's one of the other little caveats I'll put to the side. This is a sacred 
bond that is created. Yeah, we take privacy of everybody's stuff extremely seriously. Yeah, you're never going to know if you didn't show up in Columbus, if you, you weren't here and you didn't participate, there'd be no way for you to know what happened. Like, yeah. This is not some like cloak and dagger, like hiding behind the curtain type of deal. It's just there's there's something that's different that if you haven't been through, you know, Warrior calls it a crucible event. I don't know what word to put on it, but if you haven't done something with this sort of depth and magnitude to it, I can't put it into words to get you to understand. And yeah, I, it's one I, of those seeing is believing things or feeling is believing. Yeah, so I share that with you from the standpoint of you're never going to hear what went on behind the scenes. Nope. Ever. That's locked down. It's in our vault. It's It's never coming out. Yep. No, if you would share. So I, I met some of the guys coming in on Wednesday, right? We had a we had a check-in for them. They had a check-in at the hotel, and then we had a check-in with Life Optimization Group itself. So I met, oh, probably eight, maybe, seven or eight of the men before um, I saw them again on Friday. And we've talked about this on the show before. I, I read people's energy very, very well. I can see auras and stuff around certain people if they're strong enough and I'm focused um, because honestly I try to block a lot of that stuff out but we had a lot of people that were coming in that had nervous energy because they didn't know what to expect and then some guys that really had a lot of energy that was a little darker a little more angry a little more confused a little more unsettled uncertain insecure and I could see all those things. And it's not because I pass judgment on people. I, I am the last person that's going to judge. I don't care. Because um, I certainly have lots in my life that I could be judged about. So it was just from a place of honest receiving of the energy that was being put out. Um, and so they went through what they went through with you on Thursday and on Friday. And I saw everyone again Friday afternoon. Um, and the energy was definitely different. These guys were getting somewhere, right? Without giving too much away. They were, they were definitely making incremental and monumental improvements. And you could just see it in their demeanor and their faces. And especially after the end of, of the, uh, I don't know what to call it, the experience on Friday that they're energy and their facial expressions and their demeanor were definitely changed and different getting into the car. And then Saturday, um, after Friday night, and then Saturday during the day, I came in in the evening on Saturday and spoke with everyone. Um, and the, the energy was just much different. You could see more peace on their face, more um, comfort, settlement, um, a feeling of, I think, growth and change was in the room. And that is kind of cheesy to say, but vocalizing things to me that they had been through and things that they had experienced, you could definitely tell that they were coming from a place of authenticity within themselves saying, like, this has been a major improvement for me for the last 48 hours. These are the things I came in here looking to improve. And this is monumentally changed for me and then of course they hit me with a lot of questions about um you know how to reintegrate with their wives or their girlfriends how the things were going to change for them potentially when they got home um, and what i thought 
about some of the changes that you had been through. And I know that most of them had listened to our podcast previously, so they know a lot of our story, but they still had questions about how we got over some of the things that we've gotten over and how we deal with the things that we deal with now um, and how they can apply some of that to their life. So we talked about that for a while, which was great. And I will tell the listeners the same thing that I told them about when you make a change with somebody that's close to you and they're so used to one version of you all the time. When you come home from something like this and you say, you know, I'm a changed man, I'm a changed person, be totally prepared that your spouse or partner is going to look at you and say, uh-huh, that's good, honey. And they're not going to believe you. And they're not going to believe you because typically the pattern is you have this, we've talked about this in the last couple of days, Ryan, a false lift, right? You have this false lift where things seem great for and elevated for a couple of weeks, maybe 10 days, maybe it's not even a couple of weeks, and then it falls off back into the normal ha- habits and patterns. Because there's not any really true change. It's it's no accountability. They're, they've not been broken through enough, men and women. And then it goes back to normal. So that your girlfriend or your wife is going to look at you and be like, okay, good, that's great. And then they're going to wait. They're going to wait for that old version to come back because they're not going to believe it. And I told all these guys that and you could see it register on their face. And they truly believed themselves and felt themselves to be improved. And they were, you could see it. And I know I've heard it from them, like, in the past couple of days, they're determined to continue to make those changes in their life to make their lives better. And you've heard in the past three days from them how those things have continued even outside of their home, right? Their coworkers, everybody. When you have that different level of awareness, it draws people to you because you're putting out a different kind of energy, whether you consciously know that or not. Absolutely. I mean, you you change while you're here. You you come to Columbus as one version of yourself. You really start this experience as a version of you. Mm-hmm. By the time you leave, the old version of you has died, right? And you have welcomed and began to embody the version that you've ultimately known at a soul's level you were destined to become. Mm-hmm. We help unwind the old stories. We help reframe what's possible. We help get you really clear on goals across 12 variables in your life. We then set tangible outcomes for them. Like you have the plan before you leave on how to become successful in your daily life. And it's, it's all mapped out. There's no more variables to it. It's like, this is what I want. This is how I'm going to create it. This is how long it's going to take. Here's a checkpoint along the way. Mm-hmm. You have that. What I believe you're referring to is once you get home, like these people have spent at that point 25 days with like, pedal all the way to the floor, endless yeah. supplies of gas in the tank, like <laughs> driving the fastest car you can imagine driving. Yeah, and they're, they're just like, they're zip zagging across the country. Like they are New York to LA driving and they're making like 24 hours. You get home and the rest of your world has not been in this energy vortex that you have been in. More specifically, they haven't went through what you've went through in the past three to five days. Right. And so the interruption of the pattern that you've had, those closest to you have not had that same pattern interrupt. And so you come home supercharged. Like, I got this now. I've got my shit figured out. I'm running. <laughs> and they all were like that, too, and I loved it. It's inspiring, right? The people around you are going to do one of two things. First, man, give me some of that Kool-Aid. Where'd you get that from? Yep. I, I want to taste it, too. What, what, you're different now. 
The other side is the side that sits back and says, okay, you've done some stuff like this before. I've seen you excited before. You've read some books. You've went to some seminars. You've done something for yourself. You've got all jacked up on Mountain Dew. And in three weeks, it stops. Mm-hmm. And so they sit back and they bide their time. And men specifically, we can't help ourselves. We want to go fix the world. Like we, we think we can fix our families. We think we can fix any person that comes to our life, especially we got these new tools, right? Our toolboxes are packed full of stuff. I'm going to go out and build fences on everybody's property. It doesn't really quite work that way, right? It, make no mistake, the old version of you that didn't serve you will die while you are here. It's going to take 90 days to six months of consistent work once you go back home to show up consistently as the person you are destined to become. Mm-hmm. And then from that vantage point, have others in your circle of influence follow your lead. You're not going to be able to go home and say, like, this is how it works now. This is how our family's working. Like, I got this all figured out. Follow me. You kind of have to almost go home. Share small pieces and parts and then lead by example. Yeah, we call it leading from the front. And they're either going to row to catch up to you or they're not. And they're going to get on board with how you are now or they're not. And trust me, a family unit, they I have not seen one not start rowing the boat with them. Yeah. And potentially, right, if the boat's not rowed with you, then the clarity will have come from this event to realize that that's just the facts of your life. Mm-hmm. Right, I have plenty of clients that I walk hand in hand with side by side as they come to the realization that what they thought they wanted and needed is no longer what they think they need or know they need. And so sometimes that comes with parting ways from jobs, parting ways from relationships. Like That's also part of this. Like, yeah, and that's okay. I don't have this drum that I beat that says like, you Stay married, stay miserable, stay. We just get really clear on the facts. Mm -hmm. That happened with people we worked with yesterday. It didn't. It didn't. Just part of life. Just part of how how this ball bounces. Yep. And so I appreciate you sharing what you saw, right, in in some, some capacity. What else do you want to add today? About the event, about what you saw in me, about what you saw in the men. Well, I thought you were sexy as hell. That was just super hot. Thank you. I was very surprised by that when you when you shared that with me, right? Because I'm in this event, like I'm very self-consumed, right? Like I'm 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 100 there for the participants. Right? Oh yeah. Like there might as well be nobody else in the world that really matters, right? Until I would get to the hotel room at night, like it's 12, 1, 2 in the morning. I'm finally texting or calling you, right, just to check in. Yeah, you did a good job that of that throughout the day when you had small little breaks here and there just to check in with me. Yeah. But that's how we work. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I know you, you are you were completely consumed with the event and all that. But I think it was it was super hot to me because I love seeing you in your element. And it was it was noticeable how much you were having an impact on these people. And I was like, look at him. He is he is living within his purpose right now, and that is sexy to me. So I thought that was I mean, I thought that was super hot. And I told you that. I texted you that like right away. Mm-hmm. True statement. Yeah. But I think that, you know, if you're a, a woman and has a, 
a significant other that's coming through something like this on the backside, you don't have to believe them right away. You don't have to, you know, see the change, but you do have to support, right? If you if you love and care for your significant other, listen to what they have to say, believe them the best that you can, because I don't know what your stories are, right? That that have, you know, maybe not had the best communication or trust within your relationship. But understand that they're making an effort to be better human beings and support that decision because they cannot become the best version of themselves without people that love and support them or they drop them honestly and that's I mean we talk about that for everybody in life like you're going to be on a certain path and sometimes people fall off your path if they're not walking your path you don't need permission from somebody to you know make the choices that you do in your life you have to make them for you and lead your life from the front and other people will get on board if they're meant to be in your space um So it's not about forcing yourself to be supportive, but if you are truly looking for change and happiness and balance within your life, support them in that. And then look to see maybe what you can improve in your life. Because I promise you, there will be a point if they're running 90 miles an hour and you're running 30, you're going to figure out how to run that extra 60 pretty quickly because it's going to make you feel (laughs) like you're behind. And if that's something that you're seeing that you want, then figure out how to get yourself some of those tools. I love it. Yeah. I think that's I think that's probably pretty good. We're wrapping it up? Yeah. Side note, men, looking for my next event. If you're interested in anything that we've shared, if you think this is for you, for coworkers, team building, things like that, right? I think this is, I don't have to think, I know this is impactful for business partners. Mm-hmm. This is not just for entrepreneurs. This is not just for six or seven figure earners. This is literally, there is a way to make this affordable and advantageous for everybody. Um, it's going to end up being sometime between the first week of June and the last week of June. I don't know exactly when. There's a lot of logistic things to figure out on our side. But I absolutely, I still can't put into words how much I loved the past it was awesome. 27 days of building all this and seeing it and seeing the changes in the men. And it's just, if there was enough interest, enough demand, I would do one of these every other month. Mm-hmm. Like I would do six of these a year. There will be a minimum requirement of 10 people to be present. No more than 14. Yeah. It's kind of the way it's going to going Yeah, sit. we want to make sure we can get to everybody. Yep. And that goes for the women too, right? Yes. It's, it's 10 to 14 women. That's all there's going to be able to be. And it's uh, it'll be a little bit different experience. But if you were one of the ones that reached out before and it didn't line up, I'd encourage you don't hesitate to reach out again, right? There's no egg on your face just because something didn't go the right way. It was the, the universe's way of testing you to see how serious you were about change. Mm-hmm. No big deal. From that standpoint, if you reach out, you come to one of our events or you grab anything from the podcast and you apply it. What ends up happening to their lives? You're able to get shit done. 